0: This show is proudly sponsored by tradercob.com Visit tradercob.com forward slash free tools for your free education content. Now on this section of the website, you will receive access to view a bit about the three trading strategies that I use daily. And if you're sick and tired of your family and friends wanting to know about Bitcoin and cryptocurrency, well, there's a free course in there for them as well titled Beginner's Course to Cryptocurrency. It's absolutely free. So tell your friends and family and visit tradercob.com now.
1: The Trader Cobb Crypto Show, talking business in blockchain.
0: Good everybody, welcome to the Trader Cobb Crypto Show. Today I've got good friend of the show, Mike Goldman. Welcome back to the show, mate. G'day mate, great to be back here. Look at you go! All firing and all cylinders as usual, mate. I'm really excited to talk to you about um, your most recent adventure. So, Mike's just got back from uh, doing a charity event for uh, the Charlie Teo Foundation. Yes, the, was brain it, like, cancer. Like a it's Mongol the Mongol Rally. Rally. So, tell, tell us, tell us about the foundation, what you did, and why on earth you would. Do what you did. When you explain it, it'll make sense.
1: Okay. Uh, It it will make absolutely no sense to you whatsoever because I drove a crappy little car 15,000 kilometres from London to Mongolia as a part of something called the Mongol Rally. And it's not actually a race. It's just a competition to see if you can actually make it to the end in a crap car. And we made it to the end. Unbelievably. And had an amazing time doing it. There were car crashes and there was arrests and there was drunken crazy times. Wow. But we, uh, we did it all in the name of charity, the Charlie Teo Foundation. The reason why we chose Charlie Teo to do this was because we've lost friends and family in the past because of brain cancer. Mm. And, um, and, it, and we, we found that there really needs to be some awareness Raised in Australia and around the world about the fact that things haven't really changed for a long, long time with brain cancer, like the, the technology is there to do the research, but the, there's just not the funding compared to other cancers like, mm. uh, you know, breast cancer, which, uh, you know, has so much Great funding profile, but, yeah. and a huge profile uh, because it's certain celebrities involved. And uh, and so we um, we've just been doing everything we can to make sure that people know about the great work that Charlie Tio does and his new foundation and the research that that they're actually about to put into place and and also the work that they do with the families as, as well because uh, there's a big support network around the
0: foundation where they help uh, families and and friends affected. Well, I, I recall. Um Uh, The first time I saw Charlie Teo speak was at a Waratahs event. I went to a Waratahs game a few years ago and it was in the, I don't know, there was a three-course dinner, that sort of thing where they put it on and, you know, you you go along and it's a big hoo-ha and the next players talk and all that sort of stuff. And Charlie Teo got up and the thing that really moved me, uh, and this is really good to take out of this for the crypto people that are sitting there sort of struggling and feeling really (laughs) bad about themselves right now, a bit of perspective that's really important is this. He he said that, um, you know, brain brain cancer is something that... uh, when you get it, it's, it seems to have a pretty low survival rate. Mm. It, it's, it's all, he said it's almost a death sentence. Yeah. But what he did say as well is the amazing hope that people have that are his patients. He mm. like It's unlikely that they're going to come back from it, mm. but they still believe and they still fight. It's yeah. taught him a huge amount about the human spirit, mm. and I think that, that, A, we're big on perspective. right? We, mm. I, I talk about perspective all the time. Mm. This gives you some perspective on just how good we've got it right now because yeah. this sort of stuff can turn your life around. But mm. he was so passionate about... About what he does, and um, hence why we got you on the show to talk about it, because mm. I want to support a great cause. Mm. Tell me, do they have a crypto wallet where people can donate? yet? are we working on that or Yes, what? <laughs> we do. As a yeah? matter
1: of fact, yes. Charlie T.O. Foundation has a crypto wallet, or of course, you can go to uh, our our own uh, page, which uh, which actually has the uh, the crypto wallet address on there. Oh, great! You do. You've got yes. one. Yeah. Oh, oh, how easy is it to, to get a crypto wallet you didn't together tell now? Me. You can just do it on an app. You me to tell me. Or well, by the time this, this gets released, I'll have a crypto wallet. <laughs> so all, all you do is go to everydayhero.com.au dot au forward slash Mongol Rally Men, and thank you to all the people who donated because it's a great cause. Absolutely. So let's let's get into the fun stuff, right? Yes. So you drove. What what did you drive? So we drove a Toyota Yaris that we bought for eight hundred bucks, and did you haggle? It, it had no air conditioning. <laughs> And, uh, well, we, we didn't need to. It was actually <laughs> really cheap. Yeah. And something which was really silly as well, there's so many silly things about this this whole idea. Uh, none of us, Henrik, Sam, myself, knew nothing about cars. We drove around for two weeks with what we thought was a catalytic converter that was just falling apart in, inside the gearbox or wherever the fuck it comes from and and it was actually the muffler had fallen off (laughs) which and uh so we had to get that welded on but the other thing that was bad was we had a a toyota yaris that was a right hand drive that we bought in london and the rest of the way we were going everything is left hand drive so we're driving on the right side of the road and it was the passenger's job to look around the trucks to see if there were any cars coming. And it's like, yep, yeah, no, no, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. And you, so you sort of drunk, like driving blind before you go to overtake. So it really is like a rally because you've got to have yeah. a co-pilot. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it was also a rally in, in parts of Russia and Mongolia where the roads are just a mess. And there's potholes everywhere. They're, like some places there are no roads. There's just dirt tracks. And You, you look to your left and right like 30 kilometres each way and you just see, you know, just all these dirt tracks going all different directions and you're just following the gps wow you see a a truck down that way and you see a four-wheel drive down that way and they're all going in the same direction towards Ulaanbaatar and Mongolia. But it's go, not like a road road. Yeah, but sometimes you can drive at 50 k's an hour, sometimes you have to drive at like 20 k's an hour, and you get frustrated after driving for 10 hours, and you go, oh, fuck it, I'm going to put my foot down. And then you'd, you'd hit a massive speed hump, and like I dented in the radiator, the front bumper bar fell off. wake the boys up. Did, did some horrible damage. But yeah, wake the boys up. Actually... I fell asleep in the back seat, which was like business class, <laughs> yeah, <I laughs> because you would lie on the bags and, and have a sleep. And um, it started to rain. And in Mongolia, if you're driving near a hill, it can be there can be a flash flood because the roads aren't really well made. And, yeah. and you know, people have, all people have died. And I'm asleep in the back seat, and the guys came to a flash flood, and they thought, oh, "We can we can drive through this. Just, I can still sort of see the road." And Henrik videoed it and you can see it on our on our Instagram page, Mongol Rally Men. And I was asleep. Like so these guys were risking my life. While I was asleep in the back seat, and they said they felt the car start to sort of aquaplane. Aquaplane. Oh God! Did you trust so your co-pilots? Dangerous. Absolutely not. Do you trust them even less now. <laughs> <laughs> never. I never did. Never will. <laughs> but so no, no. They, we we uh, we tried to be yeah careful accessible. where we where we could, and they uh, they seem to think I was the worst driver. But I think we all had our own opinions about that. Maybe because I I did get the. Toyota Yaris up to one hundred and seventy seven kilometers an hour. Is that? A, I didn't know it was possible. I think that's probably a record for <laughs> Toyota Yaris, but. You know, we swear by that car. There were people who spent up to ten, fifteen thousand dollars on like a panda. You heard of a car called a panda? Uh, I think things a the square box thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah, and, and so. uh, we knew some Italian guys, and they they fully re- rebuilt the uh, the tr- the transmission, and they put Recaro seats in there, and they they put um, this proper, you know, new suspension in to make yeah. it even better. And they still had problems, but we spent no money. And you, we only, we only had that creepy little crappy little thin spare tire that you get. Yeah when you yeah, buy the yeah, car. Yeah. People had like four spare tyres on the roof, like five extra gas tanks. We had nothing. And we still got to the end. And there's people who didn't make it
0: to the end who'd spent all that money as well. So I'm oh, so, so quite it's proud not, of it. It's, it's not like uh, you can spend what you want to spend rather than yeah. sort of spending, I guess... You know, there's the shipbox rally here in Australia, where yeah. you can only spend, I think, it's a thousand dollars or something like Don't that. Okay, so. yeah, but we've got all these great roads here, and you know, you can stop every fifty k's and fill up. And we've got kangaroos though. So what? What are the? What are Actually, some of the hurdles that you've got yeah. in Mongolia? Well, well Mongolia, not just Mongolia yeah, like, but you I mean, you went from London to Mongolia? I mean, you, how many countries did you go through to get there? I mean, a lot of Russia,
1: right? In London is a lot of British people crossing a road. That's pretty dangerous. <gasps> But uh, we didn't hit any of them, luckily. Uh, but in uh, in Mongolia and Russia, parts of Russia, it's uh, it can be dangerous. There's like lots of like bears, like uh, wild horses, uh, crazy eagles everywhere. Crazy didn't get eagles. attacked by an eagle, but I did get a photo of one. Um, but potholes are probably one of the the main things, and really bad food. Oh, really? Like horrible Mongolian food's not are you fun. Drink horse milk or something. Like that? Um, they, they love horse milk in Mongolia. I do not know why. Did you try some? I'm not sure what the thing is with their horse milk. Did but you try it? Yeah, I
0: did. It it, it, it tastes like. Piss! It's disgusting. Tastes like what you think horse milk might taste like. I don't recommend it. This mm. is not not good at all. No. All right. Well, how long did it take you to get through the journey? Obviously, this is all okay. So, just to rehash, this is all for the Charlie T.O. Foundation, right? This is all there to raise money and awareness for uh, for brain cancer through this foundation. If you haven't already, guys, go and check out the Charlie T.O. Foundation. Do it. We'll Do find it. out more in a minute about where to find more about that. But how long's the journey? Uh, well, some people just
1: we'll drive for like 10-15 hours a day and get there in about three weeks but we you know found a nice place that we wanted to stop in for a couple of days you know we and hang out like um Kiev was amazing such I an incredible that. city yeah. and Liev as well in uh in Ukraine you Ukraine not Ukraine don't ask me you don't went there yeah Ukraine, Is it Ukraine? <laughs> why, am I, why am I thinking yeah it's Ukraine wasn't it sorry I just had a brain fart for some reason That's okay. uh yeah but no abs- absolutely incredible had uh, had the most amazing time there such such, such cool cities but um the, the rest of the time we just drove for like you know 10 hours at a time and like every second day and tedious right yeah yeah but people are still doing the rally right now like they're taking six months to do
0: it so it's just a challenge to see if you can get to the end wow and do you, i mean when you get to the end is there anything at the end or is it just an x marks the spot you've made it to the end the 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 you know the the ribbon's already fallen over the
1: oh no the they, flexible they, they have flying. this huge sign there and and this platform you drive the car up onto you and it's like yeah it. you get a photo and then they they put, put the car Montmore on a rally. train and ship it back
0: wow Oh, so you – what did you do with the car? Did you have, like, some ceremony and blow the thing up or – Well, some people
1: were, or give it to were wrecking their cars. And, like, there was, there was one guy there who was smashing his car. It was a Toyota Aris as well. He's smashing it with a, a crowbar. And I'm like, dude, what are you doing that for? This car – that like kept you safe. Represent something. For Fifteen thousand kilometers, and you're smashing the poor thing. Like I, I feel like our car has a soul. Yeah, we called it Rosie, and <laughs> and, and, and you know we, we were being gentle with it and trying to trying to make sure that we didn't wreck it, and we could get it to the end, and and it did.
0: So we're going to keep it. Now you've got a really cool story about um, somebody you met in crypto. Was it in Russia? Yes so, yes. so okay, introduce us to. Okay, trying to keep it as crypto as we can. Of course, right. we're doing this show to help. Raise awareness for brain (laughs) cancer, the Charitya Foundation and what you're doing. But but let's talk to us through this amazing story. I I
1: met this amazing Russian man who was – he he says he had one of the first ICOs in Australia, which is called Time, and his organisation is called Chronobank. And he he came up to us on the rooftop of the Ritz-Carlton in in Moscow. So you're definitely slumming it. Yeah. Well, we we weren't staying there. We were staying in an Airbnb, but we thought, let's go to the most expensive hotel and just check it out because there's this amazing rooftop area overlooking the Kremlin. Yeah, wow. And like one drink there was like 40 bucks or something ridiculous. So that's all we had until we met this guy (laughs) and he bought us drinks. He was lovely and and pulled out his credit card straight away when we said that we were raising money for brain cancer research. I think he had someone in the family that might have been affected by it. And uh, and donated a thousand bucks straight away, oh, which wow, was great. which was really amazing. His name's Sergey. He, he's uh, a top bloke and and he's a trailblazer in the crypto world. And his um, his crypto called Time is is another just another way to get paid for your time.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so you met him on
1: the rooftop... What is it, the Ritz-Carlton? The Ritz-Carlton, yeah. It's like one of the most expensive hotels in Russia. And he wasn't, I don't know how they even let us in. He,
0: he, he wasn't doing the right. That was just a completely... He, he, understood, he heard yeah, the no, no, he, accent. Yeah, no, no, he actually... He
1: came up to us and he goes, um, t- hey, uh, you Australian? I hear the accent. And I go, yeah, a mate. We're from Bondi. And he goes, oh, I'm from Campbelltown. <laughs> so he lives in Campbelltown half the year and the, and the rest of the time he lives over in, uh, in Russia. Wow. Yeah.
0: That's... I mean, the way... I know, Mike, he told me this story and I thought it was a pretty cool story, but you've also got some other amazing stories. So you got arrested? Who got arrested? Well, we we were –
1: actually, Sam went over double yellow lines uh, and, like, you're you're driving for 100 Kilometers or two hundred kilometers, you don't see a town or anything like that, and then all of a sudden there's a cop with a little tiny handy cam hiding behind a tree. Like in Queensland, yeah, and and yeah, and, <laughs> and obviously, and there's a, there's like a whole road train of trucks, and there's no cars coming the other way, and when you're driving fifteen thousand kilometers, of course you're going to overtake, yeah. and so they claim that you got to pay the fine straight away, and and they want hundred bucks, and you end up paying like five bucks. Yeah right, and they end up letting you go. But if you pay the hundred bucks, you leave straight away. But if you hang out for an hour or two and sort of under arrest, get them down, you uh, eventually you get your uh, you get to leave.
0: So you're arrested and
1: you bribed the arresting officer. Yes, we did. Uh, but that <laughs> happened in a few places al- along the way, and this that's just the way things that's, go in that's the way a lot of those is. countries. I guess it is actually uh, Ukraine. Uh, they had a a, a big. Um, a firing of a lot of a lot of the police commissioner and other people who were taking a lot of bribes, and they try to stop it, so it doesn't
0: happen there so much anymore. Yeah, right, mm. right. And, I mean, you, what were the what was the most spectacular part of the journey as, as far as scenery and mm. just looking you know, you, when you travel, especially when you're doing long distance travel, not in yeah. an airplane, when you're going going past things and you're constantly looking at mm. it. There, there must have been some points in the journey where you were like, ah. Oh.
1: Wow. Just just this is amazing. my misconceptions about that part of the world. Ah. Like, um, Serbia, not Serbia, um, Siberia. Uh, like, what would you think Siberia is like? I just thought it was like gulags and, you know, minus 40 degrees Those and it's going to be a horrible place. But no, it's 26, 27 degrees in summer and beautiful, like, lakes and rivers really? and. Beautiful mountains and, like, wild horses everywhere. It was most amazing countryside I've ever seen. And is this where
0: uh, Putin walks around with his shirt off on the back of a yeah, horse fly fishing? That's,
1: that's where Putin wrestles bears and and hangs out on holidays. Did there's, you see any bears?
0: No, we didn't see any bears, <sighs> but yeah, there's
1: billboards of, uh, of Putin... Uh, with, with Russian writing, which we translated. <laughs> and it was basically a photo of him looking really good. And the writing said, uh, We plan to build infrastructure and we are going to do this for this area, which I guess is his propaganda kind of way it's of like saying, a hey, Dangling the carrot, saying, know, Be good, we'll give, we'll do good things. Behave yourself, we're going we're to do the right thing. But I'll tell you what, you know. Russia is very poor country Yeah, okay. and like you go to St. Petersburg or, or Moscow and, and they're beautiful areas and people have got money and, you know, well paying jobs, but those regional areas, forget it. There's no cash there whatsoever. And, you, you also, you meet the people and the way they live and how much things cost and, you know, you, you think, well, it's it's not the picture that's painted in the West of what, what Russia is. And there's about 30 or 40 different territories in uh, the Russian Federation that are self-governed and, and their republics uh, are there as well. So it's not like you, it's like 52 states of America making all this GDP and like paying taxes. It's, it's it not like that out. at all. So yeah, wow. I think that's why... The Russians sort of, well, Putin puts on this big front about, you know, they're having war games at the moment as well, just to sort of, you know, protect we'll the country. Line, yeah.
0: So, I mean, with, that sort of um, set up, I mean, obviously there's, with that sort of, I guess, broken, I mean, this is going to sound terrible, mm. it's not meant to sound terrible, but, you know, this, this sort of broken Russia, broken up into different chunks is what mm. I mean. Did you find any violent areas? Was it was there anywhere that, that no. um, people were trying to fight? They no. were angry? Oh, well, actually,
1: I was I was warned uh, by my friends who work for the Mongolian TV networks. We got on Mongolian TV. I saw say, that. They, it was so cool. That was one of the highlights, actually. <laughs> and they said, just stay away from the Mongolian dudes when they're drunk because uh, they love to fight. Get all Genghis Khan. Yeah, they get all Genghis Khan on your ass. So it, it's best to just sort of, you see someone yelling out at you, just don't, don't look at them and just, just keep walking. But- I mean, we, we went out most nights, you know, all through Russia and, you know, all through the Ukraine and Mongolia and, and generally people are, are really nice. I mean, in today's world where you hear, you know, news travels fast, yeah you'll hear about the worst things happening everywhere and so you're a bit paranoid about that kind of stuff but we we met nothing but lovely people wanting to help us out like when the muffler fell off the car like some guy came straight up to us didn't even speak english and just 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 sort of hand signaled to follow him to a garage the first one couldn't see us he drove us to another one and a guy welded it on for five bucks you know here you go to a a muffler place that probably charge you 1500 bucks to put a new one on yeah,
0: well, that's the difference, isn't it? There? I mean, this is the same with – generally everywhere you go, especially if you go outside of the major cities, you mm-hmm. know, like London is in England, New mm-hmm. York is in America. Mm-hmm. You know, Sydney's eh, – it's not really Australia, mm-hmm. but it, it's got that vibe. So the further away you get, the more friendly people become and the more mm-hmm. helpful people become. So just quickly, I mean, what was the highlight?
1: Uh, the highlight was getting on Mongolian television and I, I was recording these little
0: episodes that you can see on our Mongol Rally Men Facebook page. Got to watch oh, yeah. them too, guys. They're actually really funny and really good. And you, yeah. you'll see the tracksuits. You, you'll know what I'm talking about when you yeah, watch rid- it. Yeah, ridiculous
1: fake Gucci tracksuits, and they the sixty bucks or something on eBay. That's probably going to get me in trouble with the law. But anyway, um, so we uh, we got on Mongolian television, and when I was putting these episodes on Facebook, I. Um, I, I had to take one down because I was using the Russian national anthem as our theme song, and that's copyrighted music. So I made my own Mongolian song on GarageBand. It's like, eh, Mongolia, and I'm just reading words off Google that are Mongolian for bread, sky, chicken, whatever. <laughs> and the funniest thing was actually seeing that song with our footage being on the played news. on national Mongolian, like, primetime television. And
0: it's just like, bread, oh, chicken, I milk. was on the floor just <laughs> laughing my head off, and the really serious Mongolian presenter, I'm saying, here it is. I loved Such your voiceover up. of the show. That you you did. The, you got to watch this. You did a the voiceover. They're, they're talking yeah. on the news, and you're doing the voice. That's it. There's a brilliant piece of yeah. uh, piece of content. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, I, that was cool. I enjoyed the whole trip. Actually, I, I followed it on Instagram. I, I followed all cool. your little bits and pieces. I really, really enjoyed it. And look, the, the bottom line is: as, as much as it was a funny thing to do, it was an interesting thing to do, and a wonderful experience for you and the boys, mm-hmm. it was. For one reason, and that was to raise money and awareness yeah. for the Charlie Teo Foundation. So, Mike, where can people find out more information about the Charlie T.O. Foundation? Where can they donate to your cause, that cause, crypto? Like, tell people how to get involved. Yeah. I want people to be involved mm-hmm. and back this project because the guy's a legend, for mm. one. He's an incredibly intelligent, articulate, um, humble, and passionate person. He saves – like, this guy, he goes to work – and he tries to save lives. Yeah, every day of his life. It's like, yeah. so wonderful, and I want to see that supported. So we got mm. guys out there that have got crypto. You know what's up. You've got money. Don't scrounge. Put it together. Where do they do that?
1: All you got to do is go to our Facebook page, probably uh, one of the places to find it, because there's a fair few places. I mean, you can click on the Instagram look Link. You can click on the Instagram link. You can click on the Facebook page. Or if you just go to the Charlie tier Foundation fundraiser page that we set up, gofundme.com.au forward slash mongol rally men. But the, uh, the Bitcoin wallet, if you want to donate some money, uh, that is actually on the Facebook page as well. And uh, and you can also get that straight from the Charlie tier Foundation
0: website. Excellent. And also, don't forget, you've got to go across and watch the uh – Mike Goldman on the mic. Mike on the mic. has his own show and a great podcast and does you. fantastic things. So uh, go across and listen to that as well. Get yourself subscribed and um, we'll speak again very soon. Michael Goldman, thank you so much for your time. And uh, look, I want to see the Charlie Teo Foundation blow up from here. They're doing great things and we support that sort of stuff. So good thanks you, mate. very much for your time. And what an amazing story or well, multiple stories. There's so many. It's wonderful having you. Craig Cobb, you're a legend. Thanks, mate. Guys, have a good one. Bye for now. This show is proudly sponsored by tradercob.com. Visit tradercob.com forward slash free tools for your free education content. Now on this section of the website, you will receive access to view a bit about the three trading strategies that I use daily. And if you're sick and tired of your family and friends wanting to know about Bitcoin and cryptocurrency, well, there's a free course in there for them as well, titled Beginner's Course to Cryptocurrency. It's absolutely free, so tell your friends and family and visit tradercob.com now.